Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Happy Podcast. If you are an OG listener of this podcast, you may have heard this episode before, and that is because we are doing a new series called Best of Healthy and Happy. I'm going back through the most downloaded episodes of the Healthy and Happy Podcast, and this was one of the top. I would also say this is one of the podcasts that people message me most frequently about, and they say, Julie, I just listened to your podcast about self-care when life sucks, and it was so helpful for me. So that's why I picked this one to reshare with you today. I also think it will be fun to listen to older episodes of the podcast if you've been listening to the newer ones because I myself as a person have grown and changed and evolved over the years. So I'm super pumped for you to hear today's episode. This is one of the ones that will be relevant for a really long time because we all go through very hard seasons of our life and usually that's when self-care goes to the wayside. And I always say it's one thing to have healthy routines and habits when everything is going well things feel calm and stable. But if you're one of those people, just like the rest of us who tend to put yourself on the back burner when life gets hard, when things don't go as you've planned them to, this is a must listen episode. Remember, I have a new Instagram handle at Healthy Happy Podcast. So if you do listen to this podcast and you love it, please share it on your Instagram. And don't forget, you can order my book, Healthy and Happy, Find Food Freedom and Create the Body You Love on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or you can find all of the links at juliebewer.com book. Without further ado, let's get into the best of Healthy and Happy podcast featuring self-care when life sucks. Welcome to the Healthy and Happy podcast, a workshop style podcast hosted by yours truly, Julie Boer. I'm a blogger and holistic nutrition coach on a mission to help women live healthier, happier lives and show up as the strongest, most confident version of themselves. In this podcast, we get real about all things nutrition, fitness, and personal development to help you cut through all the BS and transform your body and most importantly, your life. Sound good? Let's dive in. What's going on, my loves? Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Happy Podcast. Last week, we had a bit of a hiatus, if you will. There was no podcast episode, and there was good reason for it. Number one, because I should plan ahead and I should pre-record podcasts instead of recording it in real time, then editing it, and then uploading it. So note to self, Julie, get your shit together, upload podcasts so you can upload them even when shit hits the fan, girl. So that's the first lesson in this. Always be prepared ahead of time. But I'm just going to be 100% real with you because you guys know you're my people and I can't fake it for my people. I've been going through some really tough stuff lately and I'm not going to get into the details. Eventually I will share because I truly feel like I go through stuff in order to teach it. Even in the shittiest moments, even in the moments where I feel like I've been stabbed and my heart is wrenching and I'm struggling to eat and sleep and do all these things, I've always been blessed with the ability to take a step outside of my life, look at it from the bigger picture and understand that I am going through hardships in order to teach other people how to navigate them. And that's exactly what I want to talk to you guys about today, because I think we all have this idea of self-care that just includes bubble baths and long walks on the beach and painting our fingernails and doing all these wonderful things. And of course, those are all forms of self-care. But something I always teach my clients and I'm learning recently 
recently as I've been going through a lot of stuff in my life is that self-care is always important. Having a morning routine is important. Doing all the things that make us feel happy and healthy are important. But the key is to establish those habits so that when shit does hit the fan in your life, you have a solid foundation of healthy habits that you can rely on to get you through. Because what happens when something goes wrong? It's easy enough to have a morning routine, to do self-care, to do all those things when there's rainbows and butterflies and everything is perfect in your life and you just met the love of your life and you just got the new job and you just started doing all these things and you're excited to wake up every day. But what about those moments when it feels like you get slapped in the face by the universe or you just got punched in the gut or something happens in your family? someone passes away, someone gets sick, you get sick, something happens to you. What happens in those moments? Usually our self-care goes out the window. What I'm learning is that you have to be so much more religious about your self-care, your self-maintenance in those moments of hardship, even more so than when everything is going according to plan in your life. Self-care when life sucks is the key. And I am realizing this firsthand, which is why I wanted to share this with you today. There is no perfect time to choose to become healthier, to choose to do a morning routine, to choose to optimize your wellness. Life does not operate in a vacuum. There's always going to be shit going on. Your car is going to break down. You're going to get sick. You're going to go through a breakup. Someone in your family passes away. You're fighting with a close friend. You lose your job. These are just the realities of life. And we cannot be naive enough to think that we're just going to wait around until all of those things are done for us to start a health and fitness routine or for us to establish healthy habits. It's so important important to establish those healthy habits now so that when those moments do come up, you have something to fall back on. For example, in my own life, in the past couple weeks, you know how things happen in threes? That is so true for me. I had three things happen within the course of one week that completely rocked my freaking world to the point where I didn't want to eat. I didn't want to sleep. I was just operating on fumes. It was terrible. And things are finally starting to settle down and even out and kind of return back to normal. Although I am not rushing the process of grieving or healing, I know that it takes time. I know and I'm allowing myself to feel really happy and really excited and hopeful, but then also heartbroken, crying on my bathroom floor and just understanding I'm not going to have the most energy that I've ever had in my life. And I'm allowing all of those different facets and emotions and sides of myself to be accepted and to be okay because I know that is how I'm grieving, that is how I'm processing, and that is how I'm going to be able to ultimately move through this and become a better person as a result of going through all these things. And something that I recognize and I am super proud of myself for, which I think, first of all, we should be proud of ourselves for the shit that we're doing right. Because we always nitpick, especially if you're into self-development, you're always nitpicking and being like, oh, I can optimize this. I can do this better. But when's the last time you took a second and just appreciated and patted yourself on the back for doing something right? That's what I want to share with you today. I'm patting myself on the back because my self-care has been on point, girl. Despite the fact that shit hit the fan for me, I still made an effort to work out. I still made an effort to pray and meditate. I still made an effort to go for walks. I still made an effort to eat mostly clean foods. These are all habits that I've been working on for a really, really long time. And in the past, what would happen is something would go wrong. I would immediately turn to the Ben and Jerry's. I would immediately stop working out. I would just sit in my bed all day and sulk. And those things all have a time and a place. Trust me, there have
have certainly been times over the past few weeks where I've just been allowing myself to feel those things or just binge watch Queer Eye on Netflix for three hours or I've gone out to get ice cream with my friends. So I'm not by any means saying that those things do not have a time and place because they do. But sometimes self-care looks like doing the shit that you don't want to do because you know it's going to make you feel better in the long run. Bubble baths are great. Painting your nails is great. Lighting a candle and journaling and doing all those things are all super amazing forms of self-care. But what self-care really looks like to me is knowing that I deserve the absolute best. I deserve to treat my body with respect and with health and wellness as my main intention, even when I feel like crap about myself, my life, my circumstances, whatever is going on around me. You almost have to think of yourself as a hurricane. So the winds are gusting around you and you are the eye of the storm. You are responsible for staying grounded and centered when everything else is just flying in circles around you and it seems so scary out there. And eventually, yes, you get sucked out into the winds of the hurricane, but when you have healthy habits in place and you're prioritizing self-care, you have the tools to come back to the eye of the storm, to ground and center and calm yourself again so that you're better equipped to handle the winds of the hurricane when you get thrown out there again. Self-care when life sucks is not easy by any means, girl. Don't get me wrong. There are certainly times when instead of waking up and having eggs and goat cheese and spinach and kale and all these wonderful healthy things, I just don't want to eat at all. Or I want to drown myself in a tub of ice cream. But I know ultimately if my nutrition is in alignment, if my sleep is in alignment, if my workouts are in alignment, I am going to feel better. And when I am mentally and physically sharp, I can make better choices, better judgment calls about my next step that I should take to move out of this shit show that I'm going through. Because what happens is usually when we're upset, our brains go on autopilot. We're like, what's going to make me feel good immediately? Eating a pint of Ben and Jerry's, not working out at all, laying in my bed and sleeping all day. And again, there's a time and place for those things, but that's what makes you feel good immediately. That doesn't make you feel good in the long term. You can only do that for so long before it starts becoming a self-fulfilling cycle, before the depression anxiety starts to become a self-fulfilling prophecy because you feel bad. So you eat the ice cream, you stay in bed, but then you stay in bed and eat ice cream. So then you feel bad. So then you feel bad again. And then it just keeps going in this cycle when you have to break that cycle at some point. Because like I said, self-care isn't necessarily doing the things that feel good immediately. Yes, there's the bubble baths and all of those things, but really it's about showing up for your higher self. What would your higher self do in this situation? If you were to just pretend that you were someone else or you were giving advice to a friend about how to navigate their own issues that they're going through, what is the advice you would give them? You would say, okay, it's okay to lay in bed, watch 10 episodes of Queer Eye, eat Ben and Jerry's, but we got to get up, girl. We got to start eating GPF. Go outside and go for a walk. Pick yourself up, listen to a podcast, do something that makes you feel good, phone a friend, and let's start to move in a positive direction. Trust me, I'm not naive enough to think that doing these things is automatically going to solve all your problems and then you're going to feel so much better. But it's an amazing first step to start feeling better by eating clean, whole foods, by getting as much sleep as possible, by working out, even if that looks like a very short 10 minute workout or just a walk, and then ultimately processing your emotions in whatever way that looks like for you, whether it's talking it out with a therapist or counselor, which I always, always recommend because it gives you an objective opinion about the next steps that you should take and the things that you can start to do to feel better. And you learn how to process your emotions in a positive way. Or you can call a family member or a friend or somebody who's going to be there for you. Or you can journal, you can meditate, you can pray. Whatever you need to do to move through, then take the time and create the space to do that. Because although it may feel good to numb out right now with Ben and Jerry's or just scrolling through social media and pretending like nothing is wrong, 
strong and shoving down your feelings. Ultimately, all you're doing is bottling up what's inside. And it's like a Coke bottle, right? It's like you're shaking it, shaking it, shaking it. You're shoving down those emotions. You're not talking about it. You're not processing it. You're pretending like nothing's wrong. You're not taking care of yourself. You're numbing out using food or social media. And then one day it's just going to all explode. So it's okay to feel. It's okay to cry. It's okay to ball your eyes out for 10 minutes and then be laughing and dancing around your kitchen. Do not judge yourself for the emotions you're experiencing. There are certain stages of grief, no matter what it is, no matter if it's a loss in your family or if it's a sickness or a diagnosis or a breakup or anything that's going on in your life. Do not judge yourself for the emotions you're feeling. It's okay to feel sad, alone, anxious, scared, depressed, like no one understands what you're going through. But I promise you there are people out there who are going through similar things who have made it through. You are so strong and you can make it through literally anything in your life. God or the universe or whatever you believe in would never give you something that you weren't strong enough to handle. So you are gifted this opportunity and it may not feel like a gift right now. I know it doesn't feel like a gift right now. It hurts like hell, sister. But there is a reason. Trust that the reason you are going through this is to grow, to become a better human, to share your experience with other people. And you might not understand that right now. You might be angry and bitter and resentful and all of those things are normal emotions. But the sooner you can ground yourself in self-care, even when you don't feel like it, especially when you don't feel like it, the quicker you will be able to process and move through these things in a very healthy way. So take care of you. Ground yourself. Center yourself. Become the eye of the storm when everything else is flailing and going to shit and there's cows flying past you around you in the craziness of the hurricane. Trust that you have the tools to ground and center yourself. Do a check-in with yourself right now. Are you consistently eating GPF, clean, healthy, whole foods? Are you working out or moving your body once a day? Are you sleeping enough? Are you getting high quality sleep? Are you meditating and praying and doing whatever you need to feel mindful and focused? And are you talking about your emotions? Is there someone in your life that you can just talk things through with? You are the only one who is responsible for you. No one else in your life, no matter how much they love you, will ever care about you as much as you care about you. You must put your own needs first. You must do the self-maintenance that is required to be a healthy, happy, inspired, and joyful person. Allow yourself to feel everything deeply because when you feel deeply, whether it's the sadness and the hurt, the anxiety, the fear, when you can dig into those things and not run away from them or try to numb out by using social media or food or whatever your vice is, and you can actually dig in and say, I feel really uncomfortable. I'm going to sit with this right now. I'm going to allow myself to cry. I'm going to punch a pillow. I'm going to scream into my pillow. I'm going to go for a drive and scream at the top of my lungs. Whatever you have to do to let that bottled emotion out, do it because that means you are one step closer to the process of being healed. And there's no judgment, sister. I'm sure at some point you will see me driving down the road screaming at the top of my lungs like a crazy person. (laughs) And if it makes you feel any better, there have been multiple times in my life where I am sobbing on the bathroom floor thinking that I have no idea what's happening next, where to go from here, but I have always been supported and guided and taken care of. 
even in my lowest moments, even in the moments where I'm questioning everything in my life, even when the shittiest things happen to me, I know that I have me. I have myself to rely on. I have myself to take care of. And when I'm not taking the time and taking the steps to take care of myself, it makes everything in my life that much harder to navigate. So work with yourself rather than against yourself. Give yourself the space to process emotions, but also you gotta do the things you don't want to do sometimes, like eating healthy, working out. When all you want to do is crawl under your covers and hide all day, that's appropriate for certain situations, but at some point you got to pick yourself up, you got to get out into the world, you got to start taking care of yourself on a very deep level, and that means showing up even when you don't feel like it. I really hope you found this episode helpful. It's very close to my heart. I honestly cannot thank you guys enough for sending me the sweetest messages on Instagram about the podcast because in the past two weeks, I've been very emotional and every time I see a message that comes through, oh, it just fills my heart with so much love, so much joy. So thank you so much for taking the time to share with me that this podcast is impacting you. I'm always so happy to read your messages. So please keep messaging me and please keep sharing the podcast on your Instagram stories or by writing a review on iTunes. I read everything. I read all my messages. I might not be the quickest to respond, but I promise I will get to them. I read all my emails and I just love you guys so, so, so much. My heart is so grateful for you and I promise to keep taking care of myself so that I can show up in the way that I want to show up for you guys as a powerful leader, coach, guide, and friend. Sending you a big hug. Have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, do me a favor. If you like this episode, please head to iTunes and leave a review so more people can find the podcast. Be sure to tag me on your Instagram story so I can show you some love for listening. See you soon.